All right, everyone, we have a great episode for you today. Uh, We are joined by Mr. Eric Young. And if you ever wanted to own a bunch of properties or make a bunch of money in real estate without the risk, then you better tune in today. And speaking of tuning in, Corey and I just wanted to personally thank you guys for including us in your day, especially with all the craziness going on with the coronavirus and you know, just all the panic that's out there. We, uh, we hope this kind of alleviates you thinking about that particular subject. I know it's kind of polarizing and overwhelming, but we, uh, we just wanted to personally thank the hindsight hackers out there for tuning in today, especially when we uh, launch on Monday, how we always do. So everyone, stay safe and let's get to it. If you are like we were, stuck and searching. There is so much out there. We were searching and searching. So we decided to follow our passion of helping people achieve their goals, helping others that are feeling stuck. On this podcast, we plan to cut through all that noise, give you actionable steps from highly successful people so that you can have better foresight through others' hindsight. This is Hindsight Hacking. All right, everyone. Today we are joined by Mr. Eric Young, a special guest with us who he went through what many of us have gone through, and he had the fear of leaving the nine to five. Uh, He had a side hustle of flipping homes, and for about eight years was doing that before he finally burned the boats and went all in. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Can't wait to talk about Denver Properly Flip fixandlistsecrets.com and everything else you got going on. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Eric, this is uh, actually a really exciting show for me because this is something that I've personally been interested in doing for, uh, I don't know, 10 years. And frankly, I'm just completely terrified to even start. (laughs) So uh, Corey Corey told me about what you do and I was like, uh, yep, let's get him on and let's talk to him. But for the people that don't know what you do, can you maybe do a quick little backstory or tell people how you got to the point you are right now? Yeah, definitely. So I fix and flip houses full time. And uh, as a backstory, I guess I started doing this as a, a side project, um, really to just uh, fill the gap between what I could make in my day job and what I needed to make in order for my wife to stay home. Uh, with my kid, which was really important to me then. So it started off as a side hustle without the idea of it growing into something bigger. And so after I had I'd bought a house cheap after the 08 crash and I flipped it and I made some money, and I thought, yeah, this is cool. I'll try to get lucky and get another one. And you know, three houses later, it started to become apparent, apparent that it wasn't just, oh, I got lucky and got a deal. It was, I, I could do this over and over and over. There's, there's something here. So I, I continued flipping houses, but I couldn't get enough money to flip more than one house at a time, right? Because uh, in order to buy a house and use hard money lender, you know, unless you have a super rich uncle or lots of money coming out from somewhere, which, which I didn't, right? I had to cover 30% of the purchase price and the renovation of costs. So that uh, starting off with 10 grand 
uh, in the bank. That's all I had when I started. I could do one really cheap project and I kind of built up capital so I could do a little more expensive ones. But I still was capped at one project at a time and I stayed in that grind for eight years until I finally, uh, I had two problems. One, I didn't have enough money to do multiple houses at a time. And in the Denver market, you flip a house and make somewhere 20, 30,000. It takes somewhere between four and six months between when you, you buy it, fix it, and liquidate it out at the end. The end. So you do the math on that quick, uh, maybe 60 grand a year, you know, if you can only buy a house at a time. And that, that doesn't pay the bills. So I had to figure out how can I do more houses at a time so I could do it full time and quit the day job. And then two, how can I do this in a way where I'm insulated from a market crash? Because... Uh, I'm really risk adverse. I watched people lose everything they had back in the 08 crash. And I think it's coming again at some point and I don't want to, I don't want to lose everything I have again. So I had to solve those two problems and I, I figured out a way to flip houses and do it with very little capital and flip lots of houses at a time and do it without taking on any market risk. And so I, I figured that out about four years ago. I was able to quit my job about three and a half years ago. So it took about six months after coming up with this, this different way of flipping houses before I was able to go in full time. And I've just been building ever since. And uh, about six months ago, I started uh, teaching other people how to do the same thing and started another side company that as I put management in place to flip my own houses, I can put more and more time into helping other people do the exact same thing I'm doing flipping houses. Yes. So, you know, I remember when you made the leap, Eric, to, to leave your, your day job and actually make, go to Denver property flip. And, and I never sat down with you and really discussed how you do it. And, but it's always seemed unique from the, the others that, that I talked with that, and I mean, you were going and doing Facebook lives, you know, with the people that you were doing work with. So explain to me, like, what's, different about Denver property flip versus just going and buying a home and flipping it yourself. Yeah. So what I figured out was a safe way to put my money into other people's houses. And what this allowed me to do is now I can flip a house without buying it. I don't have to come up with a mortgage for the entire purchase price. I only need to get a loan to cover the renovation cost. So if I can fix up a house for 20, 30,000, that, that's the all-in price to get that project done. And what I found is it's, it's really easy to get your hands on a loan for 20000 $30,000 compared to uh, a $300,000, $400,000 mortgage. And you can get several of them. There's, there's websites like lightstream.com that have unsecured lines of credit that you go log in and within 48 hours, you can have fifty grand wired into your bank account if you have good credit. So... Um, getting the kind of money it takes to flip a house if you're only paying for the renovation is is way easier. So I put my money into other people's houses, I fix them up, and then I sell them at the top of the market, and I let the homeowner keep all of the extra cash. So it ends up being a huge win-win for just everyone involved in the whole process because the the homeowner gets more money than they could even with listing with a traditional realtor. I get to flip a bunch of houses at one time and make almost as much as I would if I were flipping the traditional way. I don't have market risk. So if the market crashes, it's, it's not me losing everything because I don't own the house. The homeowner still owns the house. So they keep the market risk. And the, it's really easy to get the deals, right? If you're going out there telling people, 
my competitors show up and they give people low ball cash offers trying to buy the house at a huge discount so they can fix it up and make the spread. I show up and, and my biggest hurdle is convincing them it's not too good to be true, which it becomes easier with all the good testimonial videos. But I'm, I'm showing up saying, hey, I'll, I'll fix your house with my money and then I'll sell it for you at the top of the market. You can keep all the extra profit, which is way easier to, to close than a traditional you know, trying to buy a house with cash for, for cheap. So. Uh, okay. I'm sold. So, uh, <laughs> that, that actually, I, I'm not, not being facetious at all. So, uh, uh, we are actually looking at possibly selling our home, but we find ourselves probably where most homeowners find themselves where, Hey, if we could just put in an extra 15,000 in the bathrooms, we would probably make 40,000 on the back end. Right. Or yep. if we can just fix the kitchen, um, but who has the thirty, forty thousand dollars that it would take to fix it to make the extra fifty to a hundred thousand dollars on the sale? And yep, so that's the proposition. Like, yeah, it sounds like you've solved that problem because Corey, you know, uh, I was telling Corey that we're looking at putting our house on the market, and I was talking to a realtor friend of mine, and and he's like, okay, um, what improvements can you do to increase your your cost you know it's like well that creates a couple problems one it's time that i don't have that i have to go try to find someone to do x y and z and it's money that i don't have to go do x y and z but again it sounds like you've solved both of those amazing little problems um can you share a little bit more about that process for people that are in the same situation that i'm currently in right now yeah, definitely. Right, so I do a lot of marketing to motivated house sellers. Like the, we buy houses fast, sell your house fast, Denver, like those kind of things. And so the, the clients that normally fill out that form that, that come to us are in a position where their house is in just, it, it needs repaired to sell for, for the most money. We could also, and do occasionally, most of the time it's through referrals, we, we help retail homeowners too. The business model works for everybody, but typically the, the customers we go after are people that are normally taken advantage of by a, a cash buyer. That's going to, if they're not, if they don't need to sell fast, but their house is in disrepair, we can help them get a lot more money. So I bring those leads and I give them to uh, realtors that, that go out to the house and they'll analyze the property and they give everyone three offers. They say, if we just sold your house the way it is on the market, we could get you X amount you know, after commissions, after everything, you'll walk away with this amount. We could buy your house cash and we can close in like five days, which you should never do unless you're in a huge hurry and we'll give you X amount. And normally our cash offer is really competitive with all the other uh, investors in the Denver area. And then we have a third option where we show them, well, if we renovate your house, this is about how much money we plan on putting it in. This is what we think we'll sell for. And then you'll walk away with X. So normally that's the biggest number. Every neighborhood's a little different. So we have to analyze it and make sure we show the homeowner the real picture for their specific situation. But most of the time it's cash offers the lowest, selling it as is on the market, gets them a little more, and then doing a fix and list where we fix it up and sell it for them gives them the most amount of money. And uh, the, the way it looks from, from my end, I'm the contractor for, for the seller and we have an agreed upon, so let's say it was gonna cost me $30,000 in labor and material to get the house fixed up. 
then we'll do a note and a deed against the property for about 45,000. All right, so there's that $15,000 spread between uh, what it's going to cost me to get the work done and what they're going to reimburse me at closing. So there's one profit margin. And then the second profit margin for on a fix and list deal is the um, realtor who I give the deal to, the, the, the realtor I gave the lead to that went and talked to the, um, the, the client, they give me a referral fee for giving them the lead. So, and that typically is 1.4% uh, of the back end sales price. So there's the two, the two profit centers for, for me as the investor going into it. Um, and then there's for the homeowner, they wouldn't, they would never do it unless there was enough meat. You know, we, we have to, we have to come into the deal and bring enough value that we're way, we're bringing, we're adding way more to the back end sales price than that 15,000 or so that of, of uh, profit that we have built into the, the note in the deed. Think of it like a second mortgage or a HELOC, but with no payments and no interest. And it's, it's uh, due six months. We normally build it a six month balloon payment and that's to protect me from, which I've had to use it twice. But uh, if the person says, yo, thanks for renovating my house. It's beautiful now. I think I won't sell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no payments and no interest. So <laughs> I'm just going to do nothing. Right. Then the six months later, the blue pay, balloon payment kicks in and I can start the foreclosure process to get my money back out of the, the property. I mean, would the homeowner pay you at that point ever or? So no, the, the way that normally works, it'll go to auction. So I'd start the foreclosure process that we have a sale date. They'd have some time to cure, which some time to pay me back the, the agreed upon amount to get rid of the loan, the lien off their property. After that expires, if they still do nothing, which I've never had to get this far down the road, uh, but if they still did nothing, then it goes to auction. A bunch of investors bid it up. Uh, highest bidder gets the property and they pay off the first mortgage that, that was there before I ever entered the picture and then they'll pay off me and then whatever's left the homeowner gets. Gotcha. So it pretty much just forces them to sell their house. Right. And then from the design perspective, do you choose all the finishings and you do all that stuff as well? Yes. So through lots of experience, we've found the right colors and uh, the right combination of low cost and expensive looking uh, finishes that we put in house after house after house. And we can show the people you know, before we even start anything, we can show them a bunch of pictures of here. Here's the last 10 houses we did and this is what they look like. And yours is going to look similar. Um, but that, that allows us to move a lot faster and more efficiently too, because we're putting the same backsplash tile in every single house and we're putting the same paint color in every single house. So we can buy the materials in bulk and just keep reusing the same stuff. And it's best for the homeowner too, because it, it's proven to work over and over and over. Nice. So. All right. So how many houses in the last three years have you completed and, uh, you know, you, you gave us a glimpse at your board of current things going on, but uh, what, what's the number up to now? So for fix and list deals, I've done 90 of them. For deals just in general, somewhere probably about 160-ish uh, because we still do buy houses cash sometimes. Sometimes people are backed into a corner and um, they'll take our cash offer, which is nice too because we show up and tell them, here's our cash offer, but we're not pretending that we're not going to try to steal your equity. We're going to show you what it's really worth. 
and my competitors show up with a similar cash offer, but they're trying to pretend like, oh, that's what your house is worth. This is what we can give you. Like steal equity from unintelligent people that like, don't understand what their house is worth. My competition is trying to take advantage of, of them. We're educating them. So some, a lot of times we'll get the deal where not even we might not even be the highest cash offer, but just because we're, we're honest and transparent, a lot of times we get the cash deal too. So using the profits I've made from the fix and list deals, I've gotten to a position where I can fund several fix and flip deals too. And so we've got both going on, but 90 of them in the, the model we've been talking about. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, providing value, educating your, your clients, it seems like a natural uh, segue that you decided you wanted to help others do what you're doing. And so then became fix and list secrets. Tell us about that. Yes. All right. So I, the coolest thing I've ever done was start this, this, this business and be able to quit my day job. Like it's completely changed my life. My level of stress is diminished. Our income's gone way up. My son gets to go to a private school now. Uh, everyone in my family's a lot happier. We go on better vacations. So I kind of, I, I did that. I've got that business up. And from here, um, I could just keep growing that business, but there's not a lot of extra, um, I guess it's not as gratifying as it was when I first started it. So at this point, thinking about what's the best way I can contribute moving forward and what would be the most gratifying thing I can do moving forward, it's helping other people do the coolest thing I've ever done, which was start this business. I think uh, this business model could be started anywhere in the US and I'd like to see a lot of other people doing it all over the US. It's everybody's winning, the customer's winning, the entrepreneur gets to uh, quit their job and, and compete with iBuyers like the Zillows in the world and uh, open doors that have really been disrupting things for real estate investors, but uh, they can't compete with this model. And um, I, I, I've gotten a lot of uh, satisfaction out of helping other people just replicate what I'm doing in their own market. I yeah, I love that you're, you're recognizing the importance of giving back to, to individuals. And I think that's commendable. So that's awesome. For this, this I'm going to call it a class or a course, what is, how long does it normally take for beginning to end? It's, uh, an, it's designed to be an eight-week course. And it's a step-by-step, every process you'd go through from knowing nothing about real estate to having your entire uh, lead generation engine built. So I go through how to make your website, how to set up your Google AdWords account. I give them my last three and a half years of data so they can start right where I'm at with all the keywords and negative keywords and bidding strategy. Uh, then I show them how to marry it with Facebook. So we use Facebook ads to bring in leads to where we use the artificial intelligence of Facebook to find people that are alike, the people that were really motivated that went to Google, right? So the expensive traffic are the people that go to Google and type in sell my house fast or sell my beat up house or something like that. Those people are expensive to advertise to, but finding the people that are like those people on Facebook and advertising to them is really cheap when you set it up right. 
So we use the data from Google to build custom audiences in Facebook. Then we use Facebook's artificial intelligence to find people like those people. And then we have our own audience that no one else has. Like no one else can advertise to the people that are like the people that have been to our website because they don't know who they are. So those, those ads are cheap to run. I'm supply and demand. I'm running ads to somebody nobody else is. So I show people how to set that up in the, uh, in the course. And then we go into the spreadsheets to use to analyze the deals, how to find the realtor partners that you'd use to give the leads to, um, some videos to give the realtors to teach them how to analyze the deals and how to talk to the, the clients. Um, and I give them all the contract forms that I, I hired attorneys to build the note, the deed, there's uh, some other forms so you don't get in trouble with Dodd-Frank and all kinds of legal stuff. So it's kind of a, it's a roadmap through all the landmines that I had to miss through the years to get to where I'm at now so that they can step-by-step step follow the videos and click on the right thing and build out the whole, the whole thing. So if I followed the course step-by-step, step, day one, I know nothing. Day you know, 60 or whatever eight weeks is, yeah, yeah. I have a deal in place or what's kind of the goal for that in eight week time? So by day 60, you should have leads coming in and you probably have a deal in place. If you don't, you've got the engine set up and the leads coming in and you're close to having your first lead or your first deal. Now the deals take about four months from start to finish on most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them take that long. Sometimes you get lucky because it's like paint and carpet. So it takes two weeks for the rehab and you put it on the market and there's a cash buyer that closes in two weeks and you know, it goes really fast, but most of the time it's four months. So from the day you started the course to the day you get your first paycheck is probably going to be six months because you're going to be a couple months in before you, you get that first deal started and then four more months to get get paid on the back end. Gotcha. So, um, so don't quit the day job. No. <laughs> Before you get that first deal in at least. <laughs> yeah. um, how about, is there any kind of personalized coaching or anything like that throughout? Yeah. So uh, to circle back on the course too, uh, and not quitting your day job, right? It's the course is set up so that there's videos that you can watch like from an iPhone on your way to work or way home from work. And then below that in text, there's a summary of go here, click this. All right. So if you saw the video when you're driving to work and then later you have like maybe the hour of precious free time where you're sitting at a computer uninterrupted that you like worked super hard to finally get, you can go back to the lesson and just follow the steps underneath to implement it. But when you get it, up and running, these leads that come in, they go straight to realtors that work with you. So you could be at your job, like you're, you're in the middle of working and someone sees your ad, clicks on the ad, goes to your website, fills out the form. Their information is going to go into a CRM, a, con, a software that tracks all your customers. An email is going to, or a text is going to go straight to a realtor that works with you. The realtor is going to pick up the phone, call them, set up an appointment, go talk to them. And you did nothing. Like, so you're still at your job. You're not involved. The whole, the whole engine can run without you in the middle of it, without you in the middle of making it happen. So that, that's helpful. You had, what was your question before I sidetracked into? You did any like direct coaching? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, of course, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. All right, so right now I'm selling the course for 
$297, which is what it takes me to break even on the ad spend. So for me right now, the, the course is not a, a moneymaker. It's a break even kind of situation. I want to try to get as many people into it as possible and help them get success. Uh, because to me, I don't want paid until I've proven that I'm, I'm helping people and that I have, have a track record of success. So I'm trying to get as many people into the course as possible. I'm providing free coaching on a, in a free website, a free Facebook group, which is six, the number six figure fix and flip. So facebook.com slash groups slash the number six and then figure fix and flip. That's my Facebook group that I'm helping people that are, that have bought the course go through. And if they have any stumbling blocks, I'm doing videos on there. I'm trying to help motivate people. You know, Hey, I haven't heard from you for a couple of days. Where are you at? Have you built this out? So I'm really doing everything I can to help somebody um, who's bought the course get through to the end. And um, for me, it's about providing value first. There is a plan at some point to have a paid mentorship program where it's um, a low monthly fee and we have um, bi-weekly webinars or that kind of thing, but not right now. Uh, right now it's on the front end and I just want to get as many people through it and as many success stories as possible. Nice. So that's, that's incredible. So my mind goes, all right, so going back to what Corey said, I start, I get going, I get the leads. Uh, you're more of a general contractor. I would see myself more as a general contractor because my wife doesn't allow me to play with power tools. So I don't have all those fun skills that you would need to do all that fix up and stuff. Do you teach people kind of where to find their who's and who to call and those types of things as well in your course? Yes. So I, I give them several different ways to make those relationships. I think there's a couple ways you can go about it. One of them is you can try to meet the um, carpenter type, like try to become a general contractor by, th there's only really four people that you need to run the, the whole thing and be the general yourself. You need a carpenter that can do like tile and paint and uh, woodwork and drywall that you can find those guys. That's the hardest one to find. So you can get that guy and then a plumber, an electrician and an HVAC guy. So you have those four guys and you can become the GC pretty easily. The other way to go about it, and it's going to cut your profit margins down some, is you just partner with a GC. You don't, if you don't want to mess with meeting those guys and getting those relationships in place, you can partner with the GC and say there's a, a renovation that's going to cost $30,000 labor and material. You probably are going to spend some around 35,000. If you, you hire the GC to do it, they're going to make about five on that particular deal. And you still make the spread between the 35 and whatever you can um, make work for everybody, whether it be 45 or 50, you've got to make sure you leave enough in the deal that the homeowner's walking away with more. But uh, there's generally a, enough room in these that you can turn around and hire a GC. Don't be a GC. Um, you're still a contractor in a way because you're you're gonna you're gonna sign the documents to be a contractor for the homeowner. But then you can just turn around and you're gonna subcontract the same work out to a different GC, and he's gonna do it for you. Gotcha. All right, Eric, uh, this is all super fascinating and I definitely, um, you know, might need to talk my wife into, into letting me follow along on this course while it's so cheap at 297. Uh, but 
for to stay true to our show, one of our favorite questions uh, that we love to ask everyone, uh, it's about hindsight, right? Everyone hears hindsight's 2020. I wish I would have done this sooner. Wish I would have, wish I would have, wish I would have, right? And uh, so if you had perfect hindsight and you could go back, give yourself advice, uh, when would you go back and what advice would you give uh, to the younger Eric? I think I would go all the way back to 16-year-old Eric. And I would tell 16-year-old Eric that even though he really wants to make money, and being rich is your life dream, uh, that you need to get that out of your head because if you focus on making money, you're not gonna make any money most of the time. And that if instead you just focus on helping people, that then the money comes. And the money comes way easier when your only focus is just helping people. And I learned that the hard way through a lot of years of trying lots of different businesses that would always fail and they'd always fail because I was only in it for the money and not looking at it from the perspective of how can I help, help my client as much as possible. And as soon as I made that shift and it was about making sure that the client's number one and helping the client was, was the top priority, everything took off. Like that was the, that's the one super simple just mindset shift that made everything start Instead of swimming upstream, I felt like I was going with the stream. Everything started falling in place. Um, and I'm taking that same advice now, right? That's why I'm, I'm doing the free coaching. The course is cheap. The, my mindset's on just helping as many people as possible. And I know that it'll turn into a money-making venture just out of that. That's how the market works. It turns into money if you help enough people. Yeah, it's funny. I was listening to something uh, Tony Robbins was saying um, just today. And it was like, if, the, if you're in it to just go and provide value, like everything works itself out. And so it's, I feel like you were listening to the exact same thing from Tony Robbins when you started. So, <laughs> but it was, it was literally the exact, like start with the value, get, get like consumed with providing the value to the person you want to work with the most and everything else you know, flows the way you want it to regarding money. That's definitely been my experience for sure. I know we've talked throughout the show kind of where people can find you on the internet. Um, we have fix and list secrets.com. Um, we have your Facebook group, the number six figure fix and flip, which is everything is going to be down below in the show notes. So you can be, uh, you know, hitting up Eric and, and taking advantage of this amazing 297 offer with the free coaching. Uh, I don't know a lot of people that are truly giving that much value for that low of a price. So if you're interested in learning the secrets and wanting to get into real estate, like this would be the starting point. I feel Eric, is there any other places that people should be looking for you or anything else you want to kind of leave the listeners with? Well, if they go to fixandlistsecrets.com on that on that website, there's a video lesson that goes into more details of how the fix and list, um, how the whole deal works, and it's free, so they can go there, watch that video, learn more. And then, if they're still interested, from there, there's there's links to you know, get on my email list, to join the free Facebook group, and so I think that's the best starting point for anybody that is interested in what we've been talking about. I want to do one more 
point. I want to drive home this point of the recession proof, right? Like in 2008, things fell apart in a big sort of way for many, many people. And, and as, as we've got things happening today, <laughs> the signs are there that it, at some point it's going to happen again. And so, um, A, we all want to be on the right side of this, right? We all want to, when it happens, how can we thrive and not just survive? So if you could leave one more point to drive that home, Eric, that would be, that would be good. Yeah, I'd say that it's definitely important, especially, I, I, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't know if this recent coronavirus scare is going to be the prick that you know, pops the debt bubble and, and everything starts to fall apart like 2008, or if this is going to blow over and it's not going to be a big deal. But even if it blows over and it's not a big deal, there's going to be something at some point that that's going to cause another big correction. And if you're not paying attention to that and you just are going to, you want to put your head in the stand and just go forward and hope that everything's going to be okay. You're probably going to just lose everything that you built up to that point. So it's kind of all for nothing. You know, why work so hard building something if you're just going to lose it all at some point in the future. And so with um, the fix and list business model, the, the way that it works to protect you is as an example, let's say someone has a house that's worth 300,000 the way it is right now and they owe $200,000 on their mortgage. And that's a pretty, most people's house is worth even more than that in, in our area right now, but that's not a, a very uncommon example. You know, most people have a good equity in their house because we went through such a boom lately. So if they owe 200,000, it's worth 300,000. I'm gonna put say $30,000 into it and we're gonna sell it for 400,000. They're gonna reimburse me 45, that's our agreement. If Instead of selling for 400,000, right? So let's say we're in the middle of the renovation and the market just crashes. And instead of selling for 400,000, we have to sell it for, let's say 330. We take like a $70,000 hit. And I'm, I'm purposely trying to pick some pretty outrageous numbers because that, that would be devastating if we saw that big of a drop in that short of a period of time. But say 330 is the number, right? The way it's going to work when, when we get to this, the closing table is out of that 330, 200 is going to pay off that first mortgage and they're gone. The next 45 is going to pay off me, my lien, my second lien. So that's the first 245 out of the 330. And so the, the entire $70,000 loss came out of the homeowner's pocket. And I feel comfortable and okay about that because the homeowner was sitting with that risk before they met me. I didn't cause that risk to be part of you know, what's happening. But I also didn't go out there and, and volunteer to take on market risk. That shouldn't be mine, right? It, it's, it's too bad for the owner. They gambled some and hoped over the next three, you know, four months or so, the market would hold so they could get their money out the back end. It didn't work. It really sucks for the homeowner. But if you're doing 15 of these at one time, like I'm in right now, um, it's a huge deal, right? So I can get out the back end of every one of these deals. Uh, because you don't do a deal. If it's say that same person, their house was worth 300 and they owed three, uh, 270, we're not going to do, we're not going to do that deal. There's not enough equity. There's not enough insulation to protect us from losing money in a crash. So we don't do the deal. So I think going forward, whether you, you got into flipping houses or you're doing anything else for that matter, matter with financial markets, you should just keep your, just be aware of what might happen if our debt crisis 
you know, if there is a debt crisis and um, if an 08 happens again, what, how's that going to leave you? And, and don't feel like it's never going to happen because it probably is going to eventually happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, in that scenario you use, the homeowner still basically makes, you know, 20,000 yeah. less than they would have. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. they're still winning. Um, they just yeah. don't win as much as you would have wanted when you, you know, struck the deal. Right. So, so exactly. Still winning. So, all right, Eric, this has been an, an absolute pleasure. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ron is like typing his credit card in here in a minute to, to get that course from you. Um, I'm going to be my own GC in about five seconds. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I can't wait to, to learn more about, about the course and, and definitely, uh, I, I know the, this at some point to be on the right side of this, cause you're, you're, there's going to be a bubble that's going to burst at some point. Um, and, and why, why be the one that takes the risk, be the one that actually is, uh, able to still win, uh, no matter what the situation is. So, um, anyway, Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I, I can't wait till we get this out there. Cool. Thanks for having me on the show. Man, I hope all of you are as excited about real estate as I am right now because, man, Eric has such a unique way of looking at this stuff that we all need to get involved. And Ron, did you check out that eight weeks of coaching for his $300 course? Yeah, that's actually one of my takeaways. I mean, one, if you've ever wanted to get into real estate at $297 for that coaching is just unheard of. So that's one. And two, the other takeaway that I have is, is again, it's the who. Who can help you do what you're trying to do and stop trying to do everything yourself. All right, everybody. You heard it here. Stop trying to do everything yourself. Find your right who. Uh, so next steps for you all is to head to Facebook and join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hindsight hacking. And then tune in next week. We have a serial entrepreneur, Mr. Jake Anderson, that's going to join us. And we just want to personally thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers. <laughs>